Hey guys, Hardcore here. Welcome to Life Behind the Pros, Episode 2. On today's show, GNCC Steel Creek Racing, first-time winners, and Team Alpha interviews. Coming up. Check, check, check one, two, check. Is this thing on? Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, welcome to the Hardcore Harvey Motorsports Quad Racing Podcast, Life Behind the Pros, a podcast dedicated to the majority of us guys and gals who are lining up behind the amazing riders and athletes who make up the pros in XC1, XC2, WXC, and 4x4 Pro. You know, us weekend warriors of cross-country racing. The show will feature everyday Joes, local race series promoters, and local race series that love cross-country quad racing, being at the races, and love the racing friendships that keep us coming back weekend after weekend. So call your buddies, turn up the volume, grab a snack, grab a drink, and let's talk cross-country quad racing, race reports, race results, race tracks, upcoming races, along with some off-the-wall features we still have tucked away in the race trailer. The Quad Racing Podcast, Life Behind the Pros, is ready to begin in... All right, let's get into the show with our Hardcore Harvey Motorsports race recap. Our eagle-eye view of the GNCC Round 3 at Steel Creek is thanks to our superior vision provided to us by 9-2 Goggles. 9-2 Goggles provide a truly superior field of view while racing, allowing racers to never miss the fastest lines possible on the track. 9-2 Crew combines a superior goggle with the best racer and customer service in the business, making 9-2 products the crystal clear choice for hardcore Harvey Motorsports. For more information, Go to the 9-2 crew at 9-2crew.com. All right, guys, so Steel Creek. Uh, probably would entitle uh, Steel Creek if I had to give it a title as the uh, reunion race um, because there was just a, a lot of guys that uh, ran into there at Steel Creek that haven't seen uh, either over the winter, and this was the first round that they were back, uh, or actually a couple guys that uh, – haven't raced in a while that uh, ended up showing up so we'll we'll talk about them here in a moment as well but uh, man what a beautiful weekend the weather was outstanding temperatures were great um, there was a tremendous crowd at Steel Creek lots of people there uh, just just a great atmosphere for round three at GNCC um, went out course in the morning watched the kids um, you know put on a heck of a race in the morning then man I tell you what those young people, those they're flat out fast. So um, they they did really well in the morning. Watched the AM race. Of course, a lot of our a lot of our uh, uh, friends and uh, and uh, fellow racers that we spent a lot of time with race in the morning. Uh, that was a uh, that was a fantastic uh, race. Also, congratulations uh, to uh, Landon Wolf on the uh, overall morning win there. Uh, then that brings us to the to the afternoon race. Um, you know, for uh, myself. Uh, and the Hardcore Harvey Motorsports uh, race team, we uh, really have been uh, super pleased with the beginning of the year, getting uh, two wins at the beginning of the first two rounds and going into Steel Creek. Kind of one of those things where you're like, you know, man, we've really done well, but, you know, it's racing. And you, you got to stay on your toes at every round because, as you guys know, I mean, anything can just jump up and bite you just in a split second and take a great day to a, a disastrous day. Um, so we 
never take uh, never take going to the line lightly. Uh, never take uh, what we got to go out and try to do uh, at the races lightly. So we went over to the went over to the start line. We get over there um, and we run into a couple old friends, uh, Kenny Yarborough. Uh, guy that we used to race with uh, when we were racing 40 plus C several years ago, and uh, got to got to know him real well. And uh, he actually won the 40 plus C championship last year, so uh, it was uh, good to see him. And he actually lined up with us uh, in the senior B class there in the afternoon. And also uh, uh, Jason Limley. And uh, Jason Limley and I met. Uh, he was a student in my very first science class back in 1992 at Waynesburg uh, Waynesburg, uh, High School or Central Green High School in Pennsylvania. And that's uh, actually he as well as a couple other guys in that class are the guys that actually got me into four-wheelers and four-wheeler racing uh, clear back in 1992. And uh, Jason and I uh, have raced throughout the years from really probably 1993 on and our uh, paths have crossed on the at the racetracks uh, ever since. So uh, he came out and lined up with us as well in Senior B. So it was uh, great to have those guys back with us uh, on the line. So in terms of the race, um, again, perfect weather, perfect track conditions. We uh, started, I think we were in row seven. Uh, this race, of course, sometimes the, the back rows rotate uh, so that everybody has an opportunity to start closer towards the front. And we got to our line, and uh, the green flag uh, dropped, and uh, we were off. And it was uh, myself and Kenny Yarborough uh, into the first turn. And Kenny actually had me by just about, I don't know, half a bike length or so. And we came out of the first turn, and the only thing that saved me was I had the inside position on him, and he actually had to push a little bit wide coming out of turn one. And uh, then, uh, honestly, just had a little bit more motor than he did going to the second turn and was able to uh, put our Honda out front there into the second turn. So we actually went into the woods first, uh, unlike the last race where we ended up, I think, going into the woods third. We went into the woods first there at Steel Creek, and honestly... Just one of those uh, one of those days where I just felt really good. Things went smooth. Uh, the bike ran and handled awesome. So uh, thanks to the mustache Mark McGill for you know having a, a fantastic uh, fantastic uh, bike, not only with the motor but the setup that uh, he helps me with. Uh, the the bike was was spot on. So can never thank the McGill Mafia enough um, for the things that they do to to help uh, help our program as well. So the first lap. Uh, got out on the first lap, set a really good pace in the first lap, and um, the track was really fast and kind of flowing the first lap, started catching some people, and uh, were able to make some passes, and um, that's that's kind of a that's kind of a good thing for those of you uh, that, that, that know what we're talking about. If you can get out front of your class and you can start picking off a few guys in front of you, then that just helps put a little bit of di- more distance between yourself and the other guys in your class. So... Uh, the only problem really with running out front that, that I, you know, kind of struggle with sometimes is there's there's times that you really don't know exactly how far out in front uh, you are to determine kind of what your pace is. And, uh, of course, my wife, Taylor, wasn't able to be there this round. So normally she kind of keeps me updated on if I'm 30 seconds behind or 30 seconds ahead. Uh, but she wasn't able to be with us this weekend. So really was kind of running a little bit blind. Um actually came into the pits uh, on the uh, first lap just to grab a quick drink and I asked the mustache Mark McGill I said you have any idea how uh, 
how big a lead I have. And he says, I don't know. I don't know, probably like something like two miles. So I wasn't really looking for like how far of a lead I had. I was kind of hoping he'd tell me like, you know, 10 seconds, 15 seconds, 20 seconds. So in my mind, I'm going to the second lap going, okay, exactly how much of a lead is two miles in time. So uh, we just kept pushing then. Uh, of course, just like many time with the afternoon race, uh, the track started to really disappear about the... Uh, third lap it looked like it was going to be a five lap race for the pros uh, which normally means a four lap race for for us that kind of start from basically the fifth row on back most of the pros catch most of us uh, towards the third or the fourth lap depending on the length of the track Uh, but the uh, hill climbs were awesome at Steel Creek. It was a lot of fun because it was dry. You were able to hit them with a lot of speed. Um, and, you know, it was really fun to, to bang up those things. But, man, the third and fourth lap did the uh, did the whooped-out sections. And the, the unique thing about Steel Creek is that, uh, you know, sometimes also in the tracks like Florida, South Carolina, where there's a lot of kind of sand, you know, the whoops kind of become real rolling whoops. But at Steel Creek, it seems like, particularly on the uphills, all of the whoop sections are have a real square face on them. So if you can't kind of jump over them, you're just kind of banging the front end or rear end into the square face of, of those. And as the track deteriorates and as you start to get tired, um, you know, those get a little, little more brutal. Uh, every time you go up a hill so we were we were trying to navigate those and keep our speed up and then there was one particular hill climb which I'm sure most of you guys can relate to I don't know if I've ever seen so much silt on a hill climb in in, in all my years of racing it was it was unbelievably deep um, the amount of silt going up the hill so that was a that was a unique challenge as well so we were we were fortunate uh, in really all the laps. We ran really smooth. We didn't make any mistakes at Steel Creek. Uh, really, our line choice was was good. Uh, we were able to, to you know get around uh, slower lap traffic without a lot of a lot of hold up. And uh, really, the most probably the most uh, challenging decisions we were making is when we came into the few mud holes down there around the the uh, the bridge section when you go underneath the bridge and you go out along the mud uh, bottom there and then you, you made a hard left back in there was a water hole there it was a lot of fans there and I uh, want to thank the the mud fleas uh, down there that that last lap I kind of turned into that mud hole and just kind of checked up and stopped and because there was lines everywhere and the, the lap before the line I chose I made it through but it was really pretty deep and 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 it was a lot I had to spin my way through so fortunately I looked across the mud hole and there was uh, this group of uh, fans over there and they all had uh, of course you know as many fans that had beer in their hand and they were hooping and hollering pointing straight across and uh, so I, I, I took a chance and I followed it was a great line choice. I came right up out of the mud hole, up onto a drier section as we crossed, and we were off to the finish line. So, uh, all in all, man, a fantastic day. Uh, thanks again to everybody who was out there pointing out lines that we were able to cross the finish line uh, in the first and get our third win uh, of the year. So, that made uh, that made three in a row for us, and that's uh, honestly. In my racing career, folks, that's the first time that I've ever won three races in a row. So at 50 years old, um, still at this, we were pretty excited to to achieve a, a goal that we'd never achieved before in our racing career. So uh, that was fun. Uh, congratulations uh, to, of course, all the other all the other folks that, that raced as well. And uh, that's uh, you know that's a wrap on the race recap. We're really super happy to have the win, and uh, we. Uh, we appreciate everybody who helped us get that third win. 
Again, guys, that's been the Hardcore Race Recap brought to you by 9-2 Goggles. All right, up next is our Rider Spotlight section of the podcast, which is uh, new for Episode 2. I know we talked a little bit about it in Episode 1, but uh, this time uh, at the track uh, at Steel Creek, we were able to catch up with uh, the guys, uh, including myself, that make up Team Alpha. And uh, we're going to talk to those guys here in just a few minutes uh, about some things going on with Team Alpha, what they've been up to, as well as uh, what their Steel Creek weekend, what they were hoping for their Steel Creek weekend, and uh, kind of how it turned out for each of them. So uh, let's jump into our rider spotlight. The first up is uh, the infamous Justin Wood, a.k.a. the Billy Goat. All right, so Billy Goat, I know that uh, in the offseason uh, you've kind of been uh, – uh, prepping your quad to uh, kind of start with the the new series, the AXCC. So uh, tell me a little bit about your first couple uh, trips with uh, that series. Okay, so yeah, that's what we're doing. We're running senior class here at the Nationals, and we're running 4x4 Pro at the AXCC. Um, Andy Kiner, I believe is his last name, that puts on the AXC series, um, is outstanding. They've been uh, The track's been 12.8 miles, I think, for both of them, Texas and Loretta Lens. And... Um, the series is awesome. Now it's just a four by four and a side by side series. So uh, for us four tire guys, uh, it's awesome. Absolutely. So I know that uh, uh, part of putting together the program for the AXCC was uh, we also have been working on putting together this Team Alpha thing. Um, and just kind of want you to tell everybody a little bit of what that's all about. Yeah. So uh, I'm a disabled vet, and um, me and Harvey have done some stuff in the past to uh, to help out some local uh, vets disabled. Um, you know, just to give back a little bit to uh, to show our love for our uh, our country and our military. Um, so, Ed King, myself, um, Jeff Harvey, of course, hardcore, uh, Brad Macri, and um, Ron Varndell. All right, I always pronounce it wrong. Ronald, as I call him. We uh, we started Team Alpha, a nonprofit. Um, and our plan is, well, was and still is, is to put a bike together for a disabled veteran to uh, ride at the, uh, to actually race at the AXCC events. So, um, so it, yeah, so tell us a little bit about like if, if I'm a veteran and I would like to contact uh, Team Alpha about, you know, being able to be one of the riders of this kind of bike. Yeah, what, what do I need to do? Yeah, so here's what we got Ed King has supplied us a bike. Um, it is a Honda four wheel drive. So, Ed, he is, uh, Obviously, one of the one of the team guys um, at the top, and he uh, he likes helping out the youth and the veterans. So so he's donated a bike. You know, obviously going to keep it, but we're going to prep it. And um, starting in Kentucky in three weeks, we're going to have a veteran, hopefully a local veteran from Kentucky. So if you guys can, you know, get uh, Hardcore's podcast out there, share it, let everybody know. Hey, if you're a veteran. Send us an email at info at teamalpharacing.com. And, um, hey, one lucky guy is going to get a go and uh, race a Honda four-wheel drive. Hey, that's super exciting, Billy. Uh, so let's move on to uh, tomorrow. Here We're here at Steel Creek tonight. Um, kind of everybody settled in this evening and getting ready for tomorrow. Uh, you're going to run uh, four before senior tomorrow here at the GNCC. How do you feel about uh, tomorrow? Um it's gonna. It, it's either gonna go one or two ways. Either I'm getting the ass kicking or I'm giving it. <laughs> so Billy's either going to be one of our dirt dominators or one of our <laughs> yeah. dirt disasters, yep. depending so on how. <laughs> have to wait tomorrow to see which one I fall into. But um, I think good. Um, been riding. Um, speed's coming back. Uh, 
Believe it or not, we just had a little mishap with my primary on my clutch, and I do want to get that out there that I put a little bit of JB Weld on my primary because <laughs> I am that redneck guy. Hey, I noticed saw some videos from last week. It looked like you actually were rolling pretty good up there at the AXCC, so I think you're going to be super fast tomorrow, man. Hey, man, thanks. Um, got last on the start. I, I'm not sure how many people was in the class. There was a, there was a good many in the pro class. Um, started out last and uh, got in third there and uh, did two laps with Pollard, um, one of the 4x4 pros here, and uh, you know we hung it out together. So uh, that's a big encouragement for me. Well, there you have it, folks. Obviously, we're expecting uh, old Billy Goat to put it on the podium tomorrow in the uh, 4 before senior class. Uh, Billy, I know that, uh, of course, just like with me, a lot of people help us to get where we are. Who would you like to thank? I'd like to thank you, Hardcore. That's it. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Team Alpha, um, Mission 22, all of our uh, military brothers and sisters uh, that, are, that are serving, past and present, um, I'm from one of big, I love my country. Um, so, so them, them guys foremost. And then obviously the guys that get us on the ground, man, CST tires, um, air dam clutches, tire blocks, fast flex bars, nine, two goggles. Outstanding. And, and, and I'm still going through the list. Tech Sierra tech. We have GBR skids that are iron, iron Baltic, um, moose gear. Um, Somi helmets, man. That's awesome. There's more. That kind of caught me off guard. That's awesome, Billy. Thank you, man. Hey, we really appreciate you being on the show this week, and uh, good luck tomorrow out there. Hey, I appreciate it. And uh, guys, pass this along, man. Let's uh, let's get a veteran on that bike in Kentucky. And uh, thanks, Hardcore. We'll do, man. Again, that was uh, Justin Wood, aka the Billy Goat. Uh, Billy uh, went out there uh, on Saturday and had a great ride got his first win of the 2019 GNCC race season uh, in 4x4 senior. Uh, so uh, Billy ended up having a great day. Uh, up next on our spotlight is Tony Stockdale, uh, a.k.a. 14. Yeah, so up next with us on the show is uh, a rider we call 4T. He's Tony the Tattooed Tornado. And uh, Tony is uh, riding this year in the 40-plus uh, C class. Is that correct, Tony? Yeah, that's correct. Um, actually, uh, Tony's coming off, uh, you come off a win at the last round at Georgia. Yes. So, uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, race in Georgia. Um, it was second into the woods, ended up passing the guy in front of me about a mile in and then just kind of left from there. So I know that uh, when we saw you, you were running with uh, another friend of ours, Steve Kiggins. Uh, you guys ran together, I think at least the first part of the race. How long did you guys battle out? Um, it was, actually, that was where it ended. It was probably around the first mile. Once we got past you guys, we kind of separated in the woods. I went my way, he went his way, and after that, I didn't look back. So you had a really strong run in Georgia, but I think, if I remember right, you had a little trouble first round in Florida. Is that right? Yeah, I, uh, I actually ran the lead in Florida up until the mid-second lap, noticed something was wrong, and thought that I had a flat tire ended up I stripped out my hub and I ran the whole third lap like that once we got to the fourth lap I wasn't breaking anything else so I pulled over and called it quits ended up sixth so you were basically in Georgia you were a dirt dominator and in Florida you were a dirt disaster yeah a little bit <laughs> so uh so Tony I think uh, you kind of have high hopes of winning a championship this year in 40 uh, plus C is that correct I'd like to 
So who uh, who's who's your main competition right now in forty plus C? The guys that have showed up. The Kig Steve Kiggins, Kiggins, and Theo Refuse. Theo Refuse. So hey, uh, what do you expect out there tomorrow? Everybody's saying it's wide open and fast, and I'm I'm really fast through the fields. Woods a little more technical, a little slower at, but I can get her done in the field. Well, the only thing that most of us can really hold against 4T is he's a Yamaha guy. So all of us Honda guys here, you know, when he starts talking about being fast, you know, you got to kind of take out the grain of salt because he he is fast for a Yamaha. Yeah, I got a, I got a pretty good engine builder, so. <laughs> no, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're just kidding you, Tony. Say, so, hey, Tony, good luck out there tomorrow. I uh, hope to see you on the box again in that number one spot. Uh, anyone you'd like to thank? Um, let's see, Gems Racing, Hardcore Harvey, um, my tattoo shopping addiction, um, I run CST Tires, I have uh, Carbon Works, I have Works Connection, Waynesburg Yamaha, um, Brat Motorsports helps me out, Hoist Construction, that's pretty much it. Well, Tony, thanks for taking the time to be on the show with us, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. That was Tony Stockdale yeah, so up next with us, with us on the show. Uh, Tony's day on Saturday uh, didn't have quite the uh, ride that he was hoping for. Uh, had some trouble with his bike and ended up uh, ninth in 40-plus C. Uh, so I know that uh, Tony had a really strong start to the season early on there. So hopefully uh, as we go into Camp Coker uh, in two weeks, uh, Tony can uh, – can get it get it back together there and, and put that uh, unfortunately he rides a Yamaha but put that Yamaha uh, back up on the uh, on the podium as, as part of the team alpha team so uh, moving on to our rider spotlight uh, number three rider of the week is Ron Varndell Ron's also uh, running uh, the AXCC and the GNCC this year um, at the AXCC he's running actually four before pro and uh, here tomorrow at Steel Creek, he's going to be uh, actually making your debut in uh, four before lights. Is that correct? Correct, buddy. So what are you running tomorrow in lights class? I have a Can-Am Outlander 650 that my buddy from BNR helped me get all set up and ready to run. And it's a pretty mean bike. I'm looking forward to it. So before we get in tomorrow, uh, Ron, tell us a little bit about the AXCC races you've run so far. So far, everything there has been 100% great. The only thing we need is a lot of other people to show up to get this series built up because right. he is 100% behind us racers. I mean, he's that's what he's doing it for us, not him. It's a great series. I agree, man. Everything I've heard from all the racers have actually got to be go to those first couple rounds have been nothing but complimentary about the series and the tracks and everything. So, uh, yeah, I think get people out there, it's going to be a good thing. Yeah, I mean... That's all we need. If we get riders there, I promise you it'll be one of the best series you've ever been to. I mean, the guy running it is top-notch. Excellent. So so tomorrow uh, you're going to run uh, in the lights class. What are you expecting when out there tomorrow? Well, what I'm really expecting is hopefully just to finish a race. I've been <laughs> really hard on my bikes, tearing them up, and that's my fault. It's I try to ride them harder than they're designed to be pushed. And So you actually you've taken a couple spills this year, is that correct? Yeah, unfortunately, the first round of the AXCC out in Texas, it was super cold when we took off and got soaking wet in a creek crossing, and my hands went numb, and I crashed into a tree really hard and trashed out my new bike and <laughs> made junk of it. And then at the second round of the AXCC, I, I took my old 1000 out, and I was riding great, was moving to the front of the pack, and I jumped a log, and when I landed, my steering uh, box snapped, and I lost all control of the bike. And so you took out. another crash there? 
I actually bailed before it crashed because I knew how that was going to play out and it ended up upside down, but I was off of it before that happened. Well, it sounds like the one thing we need tomorrow is we just need a little better luck tomorrow for uh, you, Ron, and you actually finish a race. Yeah, that's my goal. That's all, that's all I want tomorrow is the finish. Well, I think I don't think anybody's uh, doubting the fact that you're probably, unless there's just somebody we're not sure out there, that you, I think you're coming in as probably the favorite in the uh, lights class tomorrow. I know that you're super fast on the floor before, so uh, good luck tomorrow. Thank you, buddy. Anybody you'd like to thank? Yes, I'd like to thank Moose Racing, Spider Graphics, Team Alpha as a whole. I mean, this group of guys is just a great group of guys, a total blast to be around and hang out with. And Gems Racing, Fast flex bars, tire blocks, hardcore racing. Uh, I think that's about it. And I, I do need to thank BNR for my personal note because sure. they helped me tremendously with this bike build. And I mean, he actually took care of everything sure. for me. Sure. Well, Ron, good luck tomorrow. Again, we thank you for taking the time to be on the show. All right. Thank you, sir. We appreciate uh, Ron taking the time to uh, be with us here on the show. Uh, Ron's day on Saturday, uh, he uh, ended up getting second in four before lights so uh i think it uh you know ron's right there i think in the next couple rounds he'll be challenging for wins in the four before lights class so uh we wish uh, ron luck uh, not only at gncc but also the axcc and i think he's going to come out and run uh, east coast with us this weekend as well so uh good luck good luck to ron there uh over the next few weeks um we're going to move on to uh our next rider spotlight is a rider uh, whose name is Brad Mackery. Brad's kind of one of those guys similar to uh, myself that has raced on and off pretty much uh, most of his adult life. So I know that uh, I know that some of the the growing pains are coming back and what that's like. And uh, Brad, just I think Brad, you've been what back two races now? Uh, yeah, yeah, two races, uh, Georgia, and I did a local. Right. So, so um, I'm sure. Brad can share with us a little bit about what it's been like uh, on the comeback trail and, and, and n nothing nothing personal, Brad, but you're no, like me, you're no spring chicken. So how, how's it been? Uh, it's been a little rough. Um, I've been dealing with some arm pump that I never really had to deal with before. Um, in pretty good shape, but uh, as far as riding, it's just taking a little bit to get back, you know, get back to where I was. Or well, for those you for those of you who don't know, Brad, in, in pretty good shape is an understatement. This guy... This guy is uh, probably one of the most physically fit. How old are you, Brad? 44. 44-year-olds that uh, at least any of us have ever been around. So um, so tomorrow here at Steel Creek, uh, you're going to run, uh, I think, uh, Vet A. Is that correct? Senior or A. Senior A, 40-plus. Yeah. So uh, what uh, – <laughs> so what <laughs> – Billy's shaking his wiener at us, so uh, we'll take a little pause there for commercial break. Right, which is which is nothing new. Him since I was six years old. Yeah, Brad. In fact, Brad just told a story about Billy being naked on a bar stool at a bar when they were younger, and he came out of the uh, restroom, and the bartender politely asked him if he could please ask his friend to put his clothes back on. Yeah. So uh, yeah, story. so Billy Goat being naked is is nothing new for any of us. And, that, and that's right. I'd just like to say, has anybody seen a uh, clothed billy goat? <laughs> good, point. Right good, there, good, right? po good point. Good point. Good um, point. All right. So tomorrow, Brad, uh, again, you're going to run uh, a vet or senior, I'm sorry, senior, senior A, 40-plus. Mm -hmm. um, based on your last experience there in Georgia, I know that you and I actually got hooked up and got to race a little bit together yeah. uh, in different classes. But what are you expecting tomorrow? Um, I've been practicing, been feeling pretty good, so I'm, I'm expecting to go out there and do really well. Um, 
like I said, I had a good week of practice and training and uh, just excited to get it started tomorrow. Well, unlike Billy Goat, we really like Brad because uh, he's another Honda man. So uh, we uh, we kind of hold them a little more near and dear to our hearts, unlike some other people we might talk to here in a little bit. But uh, So, uh, Brad, tell us uh, kind of who's been helping you uh, along the way to get back in this. Who would you like to thank? Well, I'd like to th- not to thank Billy Goat. <laughs> he talked me into this stuff. Uh, got me back into racing. But, uh, you know, like to thank Moose Racing, um, CST Tires, Rage ATV, uh, Fast Flex Bars, Hardcore Racing, Spider Graphics, Tire Blocks, uh, and, and Team Alpha is awesome. I mean, we're, we're still getting things worked out, but really happy about that. So, Well, Brad, we appreciate you being on the show, and uh, obviously good luck tomorrow, and we'll be watching out for those results. And uh, um, actually, I hope tomorrow we don't hook up because that means that you're out in front and you're running away from me. Like I hope you hope you can, man. So good yeah. luck tomorrow. Thank you. Appreciate. Brad's kind of one of those guys. Uh, Brad also didn't have the uh, day he was hoping for at Steel Creek. Um, I know that uh, I think he ran okay early, but then had some issues uh, later in the race. I think he ended up seventh in the Senior A 40 plus class. I know that uh, Brad and I talked a good bit there, and I, maybe even a little bit in the interview about uh, battling some arm pump. And I know early in the season here uh, on his uh, comeback uh, trail that he's had some issues with arm pump, and I know he's trying to work through that. And I'm telling you guys, as soon as Brad gets that arm pump thing worked out, he's going to be tough to deal with because he is uh, he is super fast, and I think he'll uh, I think he's going to challenge in that class. So our last rider spotlight of the episode is going to be Ed King, aka Special Ed. And also, a.k.a. The Lone Wolf. Super excited about our next guest on the show, uh, mainly because not only is he a good friend, but he's also uh, also the guy that put me in second place last year for the championship um, in uh, Senior B 40+. plus. So I'd like to welcome uh, Special Ed King to the show. And uh, Ed is our current, uh, our uh, Senior B uh, champion from last year. So uh, Ed, tell us a little bit about uh, how you finished up last year. Uh, it was a good start of the year and, uh, got three or four wins there in a row and, um, got down to the end. You was picking up on me and, uh, I said, oh crap, better get my butt in gear. And, and, you know, I kind of, kind of slacked a little bit and you caught me and, uh, it was a tough challenge, man. You, uh, it was tough. You know, Ed's kind of the, Ed's kind of, and actually all the guys we've talked to is one of the reasons that we all uh, really love what we do and love, love the four, uh, four wheeler racing is that, you know, Ed and I, really good friends, but yet we go out there and bang wheels for two hours and and you know try to beat each other's uh, try to beat each other's behinds. But at the end of the day, you know, still come back and and are friends and loaded on the trailer together. Um, so that's one of the reasons that I you know definitely wanted to have Ed on the show is that just to kind of promote that camaraderie and stuff that we all have as part of this four wheeler racing. So. Ed, I know that you've had uh, kind of a, a long winter off season. I know you've been building bikes at your gems uh, shop there, and uh, I know that you were not able to go to Florida and Georgia to begin. So really, Steel Creek tomorrow is round one for you. Uh, yeah, uh, I ran a uh, local uh, New East Coast last weekend, but yeah, this is the first GNCC, and uh, it, it was rough last weekend. So I'm, I was going to say, how was your first ride back at the yeah, local last weekend? Not doing nothing. I've been lazy. I, it, it was rough. <laughs> it was, I wanted to quit a third lap, but I'm not a quitter. So I, I did I did five or six, I think it was, and uh, it was rough. So tomorrow, for you, uh, kind of a different ball game tomorrow because 
uh, just like many of us have experienced. If you win a championship uh, in certain classes in GNCC, uh, both GNCC and AMA requires that you move up. So I think you are kind of being, uh, you got to kind of go, what, senior A tomorrow, 40 plus? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, like I said, uh, 17, uh, one point away from championship last year, of course, beat you by skinning my teeth for championship. And of course, every year going to move up. So yeah, that was C. Last year it was B. Now it's A. So uh, that's probably part of my problem is not going training hard. Is this I'm just afraid of going moving that next level. But uh, hopefully we'll bounce back and get wrecked. Well, I tell you what, Ed. From riding with you, I can I'm pretty confident that you're not going to have any trouble getting back out there and mixing it up. So I think uh, once you get the bike under you and get going, I think uh, I think those competitive juices are going to flow, and I think you're going to be back into it, man. Oh yeah, time will tell, you know. And uh, practice, practice, practice. Seat time, seat time. You can't, you can't buy that. So. And uh, on the other note, uh, the Team Alpha thing. Obviously, all of us guys appreciate uh, you being willing to uh, help put that bike together for the veteran. Um, you know, I, I think you're, I think you're excited to be a part of that, aren't you? Oh yeah, and that's nice. It's, it's not a problem on my end. Uh, I love helping the veterans, and you know, that's that's why we're here. And we wouldn't be here wouldn't for them. So I strive for that, and I, I believe in pay it forward and. That's why I kind of like Team Alpha's uh, outcome of everything, and uh, I think it'll go pretty far. Well, Ed, uh, good luck tomorrow out there, and uh, we're all anxious to see how you're going to go out there and stack up tomorrow. Yeah, me too, me too. I just <laughs> I hope I can finish and not fall over. But uh, I want to thank my sponsors, CST, Hauser, Gems, of course, Team Alpha, uh, Tire Blocks, Fast Company, Rage, you know, Hardcore, Billy Goat, awesome dude, Ron. These guys are all good guys. You know, Brad, you know, he's moving up quick. He's really impressing me. And uh, I think it'll be a good year for the whole team. All right, man. Hey, Ed, thanks for being on the show, man. And that's going to do it for our Rider Spotlight section of the podcast. really want to thank all those guys for uh, taking time out of their schedules at the track to uh, sit down and and do an interview with us. Um, hey, I just want to make sure everybody knows that uh, our goal is to is to interview uh, as a wide variety of, of quad racers at the track as we can. So, of course, we don't know everybody. So if you're interested in being on the show or being one of the uh, Rider Spotlight riders, please, again, shoot us an email at jtharvey.com. Uh, 918 at gmail.com again that's jtharvey918 at gmail.com and we would love to uh, set up an opportunity to have you on, uh, on the show in the future so all right up next um is our all clean double d of the weekend and no double d doesn't stand for what you think it does that is our dirt dominators and our dirt disasters of the weekend our Dirt Dominators this week are going to be dedicated to uh, all the racers out there that got their very first win of the 2019 GNC season. And our Dirt Disasters, of course, are going to be dedicated to riders who are just looking to have uh, better weekends ahead. So let's jump right in. Our Dirt Dominators of the week starting out in the morning in the youth race uh, in the 125 senior class, 12 to 15, Caden Spires got a, got a, a win number one. In the morning race, 4-4A, uh, Eric Hollifield. 4-4-B, Jacob Carpenter. 4-4-C, Daniel Moore. 4-4-Senior, Justin Wood, a.k.a. the Billy Goat, all got their first wins of the season. In the women's amateur class, Sydney Sams got her first win. Uh, her dad is Rick Sams, who happened to be a, a guy that a few years back we battled out together, I think, in 35-plus C class. Um, so good to see her get a win. 
Uh, so congratulations, uh, Rick, a.k.a. her dad, on, on getting her on the center of the box. Uh, moving on, Masters 50-plus, Wayne Edwards. Silver Masters 55-plus, Kenny Rich Sr. Golden Masters 60-plus, Jeff Hensley all got their first wins. Uh, in the sport class, 15-plus, Hunter McGraw got a win. 19-plus C, Brandon Golden. 24-plus C, Austin Manic. Manikanucci. Sorry if I mispronounced that. Uh, in 30 plus C, Rodney Rector. 35 plus C, David Childers got his first win. And I believe, if I was reading on Facebook correctly, that that is also David Childers' first ever GNCC win. So if that's the case, David, fantastic job. Uh, also raced with David a few years back uh, as well. Uh, 40 plus C, Theo Refuse got his first win as well. In the PM race in our Dirt Dominators, College A, uh, Dylan Walraven got a win. Junior A, 22 plus, uh, Bruce Wyland Jr. got his first win. In Senior A, 40 plus, Brian Shaw got his first win. And in Vet B, Aaron Hendershot uh, got his first win of the season. And also, speaking of Hendershots, want to send a shout out to Dustin Hendershot, uh, Aaron's brother, for being out on the track, pointing out some great lines during the PM race. So, Dustin, uh, definitely appreciate you being out there. So, um, those were our dirt dominators of the weekend. Uh, a few dirt disasters to speak of. Um, in the uh, YXC1 Super Mini Class 13 to 15, uh, Cooper Stewart uh, wound up ninth. Um, he had a round one win in Florida and then has got an eighth and ninth since. And I know that they're working real hard in their program. So I know just talking with his dad there, they were kind of frustrated with their with their weekend there at Steel Creek, um, knowing he's capable of running uh, up front there with those guys. So that was a dirt disaster. Uh, four before C, Matthew Gano had a DNF. And I, I put him in here because it was his second DNF in the first three rounds. So obviously uh, having a tough start to the season there. Schoolboy Senior, 14 uh, to 17. Trey, Se Trey Seifert uh, got an eighth and he had a first round win. And then uh, actually, if you guys remember back, uh, Trey uh, got hurt there, busted an ankle and took a 12th second round. And I know he's still on the mend and got an eighth there in the schoolboy senior class. And I know that Trey's super fast as well, so I know they were disappointed. Uh, lastly, in the dirt disasters category, Vet A 30-plus Todd Mascala took a 12th, got a DNF in Georgia, and then followed it up with a 12th. And, of course, all of us guys here in this area know Todd real well, and he's a super fast guy. So I know he was bumming about uh, his weekend as well. And we're going to see uh, him actually coming up, I believe, Saturday at the East Coast race. So... Listen, all you guys that were uh, dirt disasters this last weekend, um, we, uh, we're we looking for better, bigger and better things out of you as we get to Camp Coker. So we wish you guys the best of luck on getting things, uh, getting things turned around there. Um, our dirt dominators and dirt disasters have been brought to you by All Clean. This stuff cleans everything. All Clean is a highly concentrated, all-purpose cleaner degreaser. Even though All Clean is safe to use full strength, even diluted, it's the most powerful cleaner you'll ever use. All Clean removes all soils and contamination without scrubbing. Spray on, spray off. All Clean, this stuff cleans everything. To purchase or get a sample of All Clean, please contact Hardcore Harvey Motorsports LLC at jtharvey918 at gmail.com. And that's going to do it for our Rider Spotlights. All right, guys, as we uh, kind of start bringing this episode uh, to a close, 
Um, we are going to wrap up with our last uh, segment of the podcast, and that is our DP Breaks Hardcore Sliding into the Weekend. Where will we be racing this weekend? So upcoming on the schedule, guys, for this weekend, at least in our area, is uh, there are several races on Saturday and one on Sunday that uh, are around us here. On Saturday, April the 6th, the New East Coast uh, Cross Country Series will be at High Point Raceway uh, in Mount Morris, PA. Uh, Don't forget, East Coast Series is going to a two-day event uh, now this season. So the uh, ATVs are on Saturday. The bikes are on Sunday. Also, Saturday, April the 6th, the IXCR is at Lee Farms in Martinsville, Indiana. Um, I believe I heard on the Bottleneck Live the other night, uh, Mikey Wayne saying that they're expecting possibly over 1,000 total riders uh, at that IXCR event. So, again, that's an incredible series. Also, on Saturday, April the 6th, is the OXCR, the Ohio uh, Cross Country Racing Series. It's going to be at Old 50 Farm in Chillicothe, Ohio. And then on Sunday, April the 7th, uh, the Wexer, uh, the first on season opener Wexer race will be at Reno Raceway, uh, right outside of uh, Marietta, Ohio. Um, as for Hardcore Harvey Motorsports, uh, we will be headed out to the New East Coast Series at High Point Raceway at Mount Morse, PA. We'd love to see you guys out there with us. Uh, come out and join us. Uh, please come see me at the race trailer. Um, love to do a rider spotlight interview with you. While we're at the East Coast Series this weekend, we're going to be interviewing Ronnie Paul Wilson, race promoter for the new East Coast Series, and see what all he has planned for the uh, 2019 season. Well, guys, that's just going to about wrap it up here for uh, the Hardcore Harvey Motorsports Quad Racing Podcast, Life Behind the Pros. Um, really thank you all for joining us. Uh, just kind of give you a quick uh, quick update of things to come. Our goal is to here uh, fairly soon be able to transition our podcast to not only a podcast, but also to be able to live stream our show. Um to kind of make it more interactive with our audience. So again, we hope you guys will stick with us. Um, Please, everybody out there, if you don't mind, like and share and tell people about what we're trying to do. Uh, And please get involved. Send me stories about dirt dominators, dirt disasters. Um, I'd I'd love to have a good... uh, a racer nickname story for next week's podcast Uh, send me something about somebody you know that's got a unique uh, race nickname and how they got that nickname so we can highlight them on the show as well Um, and again we just really appreciate uh, everything everybody's doing to get involved with uh, with this podcast and we hope that uh, you all can uh, grow right along with us Uh, again thanks for tuning in guys we'd like to thank everyone for joining us and hope you enjoyed it enough to stop back next week We'd love to hear your feedback, ideas, and suggestions for racers we can highlight. Remember, we are looking for dirt dominators and dirt disaster stories to feature each week, as well as unique racer nicknames and the stories behind them. If you're a race promoter, contact us to feature your series and talk about upcoming tracks. Whatever your contributions might be, please contact us via email at jtharvey918 at gmail.com or look us up on social media, JT Harvey on Facebook, Harv918 on Instagram, and HawkeyesWV on Twitter. Please like and share us, as well as let other racers know about our show. Until next week, we hope your quads stay clean, your tracks stay perfect, and your blessings be many. This has been a Hardcore Harvey Motorsports presentation of Life Behind the Pros.